Welcome to Healthy Choices with your host, Ray Solano from Austin, Texas. We're ready for your calls right now. Call in toll-free at 877-956-9566. Now, here's your host, Ray Solano. Well, hello there, and welcome to Healthy Choices, broadcasting live from Austin, Texas, where Hurricane Harvey is just uh, making its way in through Texas. Hopefully you can hear me well. We had to do a little bit of a remote connection today. Hopefully you'll get a little bit better as our show goes on, because this is going to be an exciting show today. I'm your host, Ray Solano, clinical pharmacist and board-certified clinical nutritionist. We're always ready to answer your questions about your health and how to make responsible choices that we think will change your life. Our toll-free number is 877-956-9566. For any of your questions today, or also, you can always text us at 512-219-0724 and always check out our website, healthychoicesxm.com, for podcasts of our previous shows. And also, you can stream live from that website, healthychoicesxm.com. Today's topic is going to be osteoarthritis, the causes, prevention, and new treatments. And one thing should every, everyone should understand that arthritis is not just a sign of aging that you just have to live with. It's the, it, unfortunately, when you have arthritis, it's, it is telling you the symptoms of massive inflammation. So just a sign of aging, well, that's just not wrong. It must be addressed. Also, as a special guest for today, following Dr. Gaz Agoli from Progressive Medical Centers, is going to go through an in-depth interview on this. We will have a guest interview with Dr. Richie Shoemaker. Dr. Shoemaker is renowned for his work in developing protocols for treatment of mold and Lyme's disease to really uncover the root cause of not just management of symptoms, but the causes. Today, he's going to talk to us about VIP, Vasoactive intestinal peptide, VIP, you see that you may have heard it as VIP nasal spray, and it's used for pain and fixing the cycle of tissue, degradation, and continuous pain as it affects osteoarthritis. So we're going to give you a complete 180-degree uh, turn of events from what the causes is going to be, as well as the Treatment. So we're going to go completely 360. You're com- from one extreme, one one side to another. So you'll be an expert in osteoarthritis at the end of today. Dr. Gazagoli of Progressive Medical Centers is going to give us an integrative medicine approach for osteoarthritis that is different from just taking anti-inflammatory medications. That's important. It's not just taking Advil. Motrin or aspirin. We've got to fix what's causing it. Caution, this interview may make you upset that no one has told you this before. So a lot of people have detected this already, that they're suffering from mold and Lyme disease and also have the osteoarthritis so bad. Well, again, is the root cause of this is massive inflammation, and we're going to understand what different types of inflammation. And the reason why we picked this, this topic is over... 13% of adults over the age of 60 will have arthritis. It's not inevitable. It's not something you just have to live with. This is something that can't be prevented. 
It can be treated. And this is something that, unfortunately, if we don't be able to identify, it could be tremendous degradation of joints. So you want, you'll listen to this. And again, we're going to have Dr. Gaz, a goalie from Progressive Medical Centers in the first half of the hour. And then we're going to get back to our interview with Dr. Richie Shoemaker at the end. And we'll be able to text your questions throughout the show at 512-219-0724. You can call us at 877-956-9566. So we'll be able to answer your questions interactively throughout the show. So, uh, Get your pen and paper ready, because this is going to be an action-packed interview. Sean, let's go ahead and get started. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to the Progressive Medical Hour of Power with your hosts, Dr. Gazzagoli and Dr. Cheryl Burdett. Welcome, welcome to the Progressive Medical Hour of Power. Each week we're coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia, talking about healthcare matters that matter most to you, your family, your loved ones, and time and time again, they do matter most to us, the research scientists, the physicians, the practitioners working in the trenches together, collaborating. And, and I like to use the word practitioners collaborating because at Progressive Medical, we have a very unique philosophy. We are futuristic. We have vision for our healthcare system, and we understand that in order to make an impact on chronic disease, and this is exactly what our show talks about, chronic disease, prevention, wellness, getting to the root cause, and that's why we collaborate as practitioners. We have medical doctors, we have nurse practitioners, naturopathic doctors, we have chiropractors on staff, acupuncturists, registered dietitians, we have wellness consultants, coaches, we have a whole team, and, and we want to be a model. And I use the word paragon because that, that word basically means a model of excellence. And what we're looking to do is that at Progressive Medical, we want to be that model of excellence. And that's why we focus each week on different topics. Today's topic is a very interesting topic because, believe it or not, According to the CDC, this particular chronic disease that we're talking about, 50% of every American will develop some form of this chronic disease by, by the time in the, into their late years. And we're going to be talking about arthritis, and that's correct. Arthritis, actually, there's several different types, but we're going to focus on all of them. But the main ones we want to talk about is osteoarthritis, and rheumatoid arthritis, and, and one in two Americans are going to develop osteoarthritis. So we're going to talk about that topic first, and then we're going to get into rheumatoid arthritis. And one of the reasons why I want to focus on osteoarthritis is because over the past decade or so, uh, our medical community at large, considering all the therapies and surgeries, uh, has fallen short on really helping patients either delay the onset of osteoarthritis or correct it. So what exactly is osteoarthritis? Osteoarthritis is a degenerative joint disease that primarily affects the large weight-bearing joints and the joints in the hands. It is mainly seen in individuals over 50 and older. Typically, the elderly is the most common um, form of arthritis for them. Although the precise mechanisms are unknown, it is clear that wear and tear 
is the principal cause of osteoarthritis. The disease process is when the progressive cartilage deteriorates and it's followed by a hardening of the joints due to calcification and bone spore formation. The joint cushioning deteriorates, which leads to pain and limited movement of the joint and limited mobility, which will affect your overall health. Now, why is that? Because if you have limited mobility and severe joint pain, you're not going to be getting the proper exercise. You're not going to be able to be mobile. You're not going to be working on your metabolism. You're not going to be able to interact with individuals. It's affecting the quality of your life. So that's one of the reasons why we want to focus on osteoarthritis because it's an area that we feel, due to the development of better diagnostics, due to better nutritional intervention, because we actually know now, we really know now from a nutritional perspective how to regenerate. There's, there's a whole new faction of medicine now. It's called regeneration medicine. And the great part about it, we've got some very, very unique injections. So if you're concerned about preventing, this show's for you. If you already have osteoarthritis and all your physician is offering you is possibly rest and ice, which is important, no doubt about it, and all they're offering you is a steroid injection, Keep listening because we've got some amazing, amazing injection breakthroughs that I, I think is going to be cutting edge. It's, it already has been cutting edge. So, Dr. Bidet, I, I want to, first of all, welcome you to the show. And I appreciate you coming on again with your busy schedule. And, you, you know, you and I talked about, you know, the importance of exercise and the wear and tear. And it helps the well-being. It helps mm-hmm. the endorphins being relieved and the neurotransmitters and feeling good about yourself. So... Osteoarthritis. Mm-hmm. With all your experience, what have you seen as, as, as one of the game changers? And, and first of all, um, let's go right into the prevention. What should someone do to try to prevent this or delay it? Because the truth of the matter is it's inevitable for most humans. Absolutely. And so when we begin to think about how to minimize wear and tear, you think about ways to nutritionally build the area and logistically to do things that would decrease damage to the area. And so for most of us, one of the things that will jump to the front of our mind in terms of keeping our knees well or keeping our hips well um, is we think about uh, weight because certainly as we gain more weight, all of that becomes more difficult. And really, one of the key events that makes a difference for people in terms of whether or not you can live independently or whether or not you need to go into an assisted living home, one of the key things that, 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 that medical decisions will be made upon and that medical necessity that you cannot live alone will be made upon is, for example, when you use the restroom, are you able to get back up by yourself? And so you might now be thinking about restrooms that have bars on the walls or something of that nature. And this is one of the, but not all bathrooms do. And so one of the big moments that people can no longer live by themselves is when they cannot go to the restroom by themselves anymore. So essentially, in order to use the restroom, sorry to be a little bit graphic here, but you have to be able to squat to get to to this toilet seat, and then you have to be able to stand back up. And so if it hurts and therefore you can't uh, utilize these muscles and it cuts down on your walking and your mobility begins to slide, eventually less and less use until you get to a point 
where you cannot even sit and stand appropriately to get from one place to another. So check in. Uh, can you get off? Of the, I know this is a sounds like a funny experiment, but actually one of the studies that they did recently that said who are the people that are going, that are going to live the longest? Are they the people with the with the best lean muscle mass? Are the people with the the most kale in their diet? Are they the people that that sleep the best? And one of the best predictors for longevity was to sit down on the floor in a squat position and now can you stand back up without using your hands to get up so i want you guys to try that while you're listening to the show like you sit down in an indian position uh, indian style if you remember from kindergarten or first grade you would sit indian style in a circle so sit down legs crossed like that and now try to stand back up without using your hands. If you are able to do that, then you are in that, that, that group that is predicted to live the longest. If you can't do that, then we need to think about, is there pain in your knee? Is there a beginning sign of osteoarthritis that is decreasing your mobility that's causing you to lose more muscle mass? And so one of the reasons this will start to occur is when we start to put on that 5 pounds or that 10 pounds or that 15 extra pounds that become 50 extra pounds, so on and so forth. We're talking about osteoarthritis. We're talking about prevention. We talked about root causes, and we talked about one in two Americans are going to get osteoarthritis uh, when they reach their golden years. And as Americans now, we're living positive thing, but what about the quality of life? So if you're suffering with any of these symptoms, definitely seek out an integrative doctor and talk about regeneration and nutrients. And, and we're, we're both big, big believers in that, myself and Dr. Burdett, but we want to really focus right now on some cutting-edge injections the next after the next break, we're going to talk about rheumatoid arthritis. So, Doctor, but I want to jump right in to these cutting edge injections. And I think what's really exciting about this is, yes, we have physical therapy, which is wonderful. Um, we've got the greatest surgeons in the world, and, I, and I'm a big believer that there's a time and place for surgery. But typically, most surgeries uh, are invasive, and you have a longer recovery time. Mm -hmm. So, what if what if we can develop a very unique injection that regenerates so we, we know we know that osteoarthritis is a degenerative joint disease that affects the weight bearing joints so what if we can regenerate that and that's one of the reasons why you and i've been searching and we've been discussing this and the first thing i want to talk to you about is prolozone this is something that we do at progressive and there's a large group of physicians now that are being exposed to it. Mm -hmm. But let's talk about that. And then we're also going to be talking about something called platelet injections, which is a plasma PRP. And here's the, here's the great news. The, the most cutting edge is the mesenchymal stem cells. But let's just start off with the injections. Who's in a candidate for these injections? Well, first of all, anybody who's experiencing pain, and that is a lot of people out there. In fact, our last show was about addiction and recovery, and one of the biggest things that people are addicted to um, is uh, prescription pain medications, so much so that the CDC ha has begun to redefine when we can even use these pain medications. They talk about opioids for chronic pain being way overused, that we're creating a nation of addicts because of this, and they're really redefining those guidelines. Well, part of what was going to happen is that the opioids are going to be given out 
much less frequently and people who are dependent upon them by by no personal choice of their own just a consequence of being in pain and these medications that are very addictive you're going you're going to end up needing to look for other alternatives and, and most of us would if one was given in the first place we would much rather have a natural alternative than to have to work with an opioid that's addictive and that we can have a hard time coming off of and makes us groggy and makes us not feel like ourselves and can cause changes of appetite and energy etc etc and so you know when I think about natural therapies for pain relief historically what that meant to me was that the patient needs to do a lot of work there's and and and, and work that has side benefits instead of side effects, but do a lot in terms of really looking at their diet and cleaning things up and, and taking different nutrients and botanicals that decrease inflammation. And over time, as you built up the tissue, you'd see more and more reduction in pain. But those of you who are out there who are in pain, uh, you know that waiting a week or three weeks or four weeks to see pain go down can just be an excruciating process that's hard to get through. Well, prolazone is one of those things that really changed my uh, thought process and my uh, what, what I was seeing happen in terms of natural therapies of pain relief. Prolazone is one of those therapies that works immediately. Prolazone is one of those therapies that, that works in a way that builds up to be more effective rather than over time becoming less and less effective. Why is that? Well, because it's treating root cause. It's helping cartilage to regenerate. It's helping to turn off that inflammatory process in the joint space. And so when we do this, people see pain relief at that moment in time. Now, that's not to say that some people need more than one injection, maybe three injections or five injections. But we've had many patients here at Progressive who had that surgery scheduled, thought they were going to need to do that, needed a way to get out of pain up until that point, and then found, hey, I don't need the surgery after all. Well, it's interesting you say that, Dr. Depp, because I'm one of those individuals because um, seven, eight years ago, I tore my complete tear on my ACL, and I was scheduled for surgery. And three months before that, it was really serendipitous that I went to a training session with a couple of the physicians here at Progressive Medical in Nevada under Dr. Frank Schallenberger, and I was exposed to the prolozone. And, and what's interesting is that from my personal experience uh, over the past couple years i had 10 prozone injections over a period of time and i did not have the surgery i'm completely functional and it's been a wonderful experience for me and everybody's of course individualized and and you know results depending on the, the situation and and typically uh acls is something that you know um you have to have surgery for and right, there's no doubt about right. it because that's that's actually very very important for the mobility of your knee and that's something that um I was in tremendous amount of pain, but it really worked for me, and we had other patients as well. Mm -hmm. It's not really designed for ACL, but you know, I didn't really want the surgery. It really helped me tremendously. Uh, we'll talk about something else with the ACL, but the prolozone works for literally almost everything pertaining to osteoarthritis. Prolozone is a homeopathic oxygen-derived ozone injection that was developed by Dr. Frank Schallenberger, who's a medical doctor. It basically works on all forms of musculoskeletal and joint pain, including chronic neck, back pain, rotator cuff injuries, degenerative and arthritic hips and knees, degenerative discs, and shoulder and elbow pain. And, and we've injected over 1,000 patients in the past uh, seven years, and, and we've had a very high success rate, I, you know, probably about 88 to 95%, depending on the situation, 
um, that averted surgery and had a better quality of life. You're listening to Healthy Choices XM, broadcasting live from Austin, Texas. Hopefully you can hear us well. We're having a little bit of technical difficulty due to the hurricane, but we want to make sure everybody gets a little bit of understanding about pain management, the different options for pain, and also osteoarthritis. And osteoarthritis is a degradation or degrading of the cartilage of the joints, which causes many people to have a lot of pain, but it's also the root cause is tremendous amount of inflammation. And this inflammation, people to understand, is coming from mainly inflammatory foods, inflammatory environments that are causing this your body joints and cartilage not to regenerate, but to degenerate. So it's really important if you have massive inflammation, you're going to have joints that will become stiff. You'll be have joints that are, ha- are painful and sometimes swollen. And the reason why is the first thing people should do is look, what are they eating? Inflammatory foods, you've heard this on our show before on Healthy Choices XM. They, many times all the grains are inflammatory foods, all grains. And many times the gluten enzyme, excuse me, the gluten proteins that are found in many of these grains causes inflammation because people are unable to digest these gluten at all because of their massive amounts of quantities. It's just unable to handle it or gets through and inflames the joints. Dairy, dairy, tremendous amounts of dairy that we ingest that is pasteurized is inflammatory. Also, we, we are found that sugar, which is many times... Believe it or not, over 10 to 20% of the calories ingested is inflammatory. So if you take out all these out of the equation and having a very acidic diet, an acidic diet is something that's devoid of fruits and vegetables, and it's a very easy, simple test by a urine test to determine if you're acidic, then there's a very good chance that you are inflamed. And... There's a very simple things you can do to do to get out of this state. And also there are some natural anti-inflammatories. And my favorite one I like is that it is curcumin or turmeric. And high doses of, of these items uh, in a capsule form can reverse some of this inflammation. And you can look to our website, healthychoicesxm.com for some of their curcumin products. And you can also text us at 512-219-0724. So I wanted you to understand just some simple things you can do, changing your diet, changing, taking those foods out of your diet. Look at a paleo diet. A paleo diet is a, is a much more anti-inflammatory diet, believe it or not, than a standard American diet. We're going to be getting back with Dr. Richie Shoemaker is going to join us at the later half of our show, talking about VIP, vasoactive intestinal peptide, VIP, how that is a big part of the this cycle, this immune cycle of pain and inflammation. These This neuroregulatory molecule is very important in this anti-inflammatory cycle and also the pain 
receptors. So you want to listen to that. We'll be back at in a few minutes after our break at 512-219-0724 is our texting or number. And also, people who are listening, you can also listen on the 1380, the app. The, excuse me, 1380, the Pulse is, is a downloadable app for uh, people listening on smartphones. Also, our website, healthychoicesxm.com. You'll be able to listen stream live from our website as well. We'll be back after the break. And as always, you can always text us at 512-219-0724 anytime during our pre-records. And check out our website, healthychoicesxm.com. And I think we've got a couple of listeners that are asking some questions about uh, osteoarthritis. We'll come back and answer those questions after the break. Uh, You're listening to Healthy Choices XM. I'm your host, Ray Solano. We'll be back after the break.
Let's talk about your healthy choices. We have room for you right now. Toll free at 877-956-9566. Well, welcome back to Healthy Choices XM. We're broadcasting live from Austin, Texas. As many people know, we, we are in the middle of a hurricane. So we're having a little bit of technical difficulties. So hopefully you'll, it won't make a difference in your broadcast. But we want to make sure that today's show, everybody understands this is a very important topic about pain and osteoarthritis. This is, is something we everybody is dealing with. It's, osteoarthritis is not inevitable. This is not something that people just have to deal with. In the first half of our show, we had Dr. Gazagoli and Dr. Cheryl Burdett of Progressive Medical Centers talking about how to relieve the pain and how to uh, alternative therapies that prolotherapy and prolozyme using different types of injections to relieve the pain from joints, not just replace joints, not just something to as cartilage is degrading to replace it with a joint. There's ways to, you can have your body rebuild cartilage. That's important. Rebuild cartilage. And you'll hear the, the statements, well, it's just bone on bone and I, there's nothing we can do. Well, that's not true. And the, most of the, also, it's very important that you realize that your diet is so critical. So anti-inflammatory foods, paleo diet, get rid of the carbohydrates from your diet and the sugars is probably the number one. And you'll be surprised how much better you feel. So we'll go back to our interview with Dr. Gazagoli and Dr. Schoberget with Progressive Medical Centers, and then stay tuned. We'll be right after that. We'll go right into our into our interview with Dr. Richie Shoemaker on the VIP application for pain and osteoarthritis. Sean, let's go ahead and get started. And there's a lot of confusion about stem cells. There's a lot of fear out there. Let me, let me just rest assure all the fear that stem cells are necessary for life. When you're born, you have a billion stem cells. Your body regenerates. You need it for blood flow. You need it for your cells. You need it for organs. You need it to regenerate tissue. The truth of the matter is this. We're going to continue to do the research in our country. And, and what I like about this, the research we're doing, we're doing research with placenta blood cord. So it doesn't involve babies whatsoever. That's something that we would never even consider doing. And actually, it's not a great way to have stem cells anyway. The best way to go is amniotic fluid. And you're seeing a lot of companies right now, Dr. Burdett, mm -hmm. where they're freezing the blood cord mm -hmm. and the placenta, and they're getting the amniotic fluid, which mm -hmm. is fantastic. And we know there's a lot of stem cells there. And what we've noticed right now is that when you have a good source of mesenchymal, and these are undifferentiated, so basically what that means is that they're going to go where the body needs it. And, you know, at Progressive, we've been doing a lot of research, and we still know that this is still experimental, investigational. But what we've seen so far is amazing. And we know that hopefully in the future this will become the standard of care. It's a little pricey right now because you have to go through an FDA laboratory right. that extracts this, and we understand there's testing. And I'm glad they're doing that. Right, I can assure right. you, Absolutely. you want the best of the best. So we've seen great results with the, with the injections, and I think that um, this is going to be cutting, cutting edge. And that's why it's important to understand what mesenchymal cells are. They are multipotent stromal cells that can differentiate into a variety of cells. So what that basically means is that these cells are naive. Your intelligent body is going to use it where it needs it. Example, one of the best areas we've seen is COPD, which is a chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. 
it regenerates the lungs. Imagine regenerating your lungs and regenerating your own stem cells with an addition of good sources. In addition to that, mesenchymal cells actually regenerate osteoblasts, which is the turnover of bone cells, and, and chondrocytes, which are cartilage cells, which are for the injections, and myocytes, which are, which are muscle cells. So this is something that's been documented, and we also know that the, the, the reality is that when these cells work, they regenerate. So it's not only progressive medicine, it's regenerative medicine. And that's how we've seen an impact in regenerating the joint pain. Any other comments on these injections, Dr. Burdett, before we get into rheumatoid arthritis? Well, it's, it is a, a youthifying therapy, a therapy that can turn back time, because that's essentially what a stem cell is. It is exactly that. It's a young cell that hasn't decided which direction it's going to go yet is it and so essentially when we're born we're just a we're just a, a handful of cells and those cells have to differentiate and specialize to become your liver or your heart or your brain and so when we put a stem cell in next to more mature tissue that stem cell now says okay this is the type of tissue I need to become the, that 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 tissue that's already there it act, kind of acts like a parent to the stem cell and the stem cell says okay this is how I'm supposed to grow up and so the stem cell will actually regenerate it will cause new tissue to be essentially birthed there and so if you're thinking well once the cartilage is gone nothing can be done well that is actually not true at this point in time because we can use something like a stem cell to cause what little bit of cartilage is left to rebirth to regenerate and so things that we never thought were possible possible do become possible with stem cell and so that's why we're looking at these therapies, yes, in terms of osteoarthritis and, uh, and, and, and uh, different types of arthritis and inflammation. But you're also going to see research that comes out that talks about stem cells for things like Alzheimer's disease or even certain cancers. And so essentially this is a way to help cells to remember to do what they were doing when they're younger, which is to function better, which is to function with less inflammation and to decrease pain in the body. It's really innovative and really It's very innovative and it's, it's very exciting and cutting edge. And so the take-home message here before we get into rheumatoid arthritis, because that's a totally different topic, and I, I promised at the beginning of the show we're going to talk about it, is that if there's any interest at all, do some research. There's some really good websites, Dr. Neil Reardon, R-I-O-R-D-A-N, actually is in Panama, has been doing a lot of research. But, you know, it's, it's, it's available in the United States right now. Um, you have several different options, whether it's going to be your own bone marrow or, or adipose tissue. We happen to feel that mesenchymal from a blood cord, uh, placenta, uh, or even amniotic fluid actually is the way to go. And, and even though there's, there's a cost involved, is that think about the cost with the surgeries and the time something that if it works for you, and we can, it can add on extra years of pain-free living. Okay. So, Dr. Bidet, I want to get into this rheumatoid arthritis because this is one of our specialties at Progressive Medical. So what's the difference with rheumatoid arthritis? Rheumatoid arthritis is a degenerative joint disease that primarily affects the synovial tissue, the membranes around the joints that secrete lubricating fluid to allow the bones to move easily against each other. Rheumatoid arthritis is an autoimmune disease. This is, a, this is the key right now. This is the key. Osteo is de wear and tear, and rheumatoid arthritis is an autoimmune disease, which the body attacks its own tissues, 
and causes the joints to become swollen, tender, and possibly deformed. Women are the most affected in the United States, and the disease usually begins between the ages of 20 and 50. So typically osteoarthritis is a little later in life. Rheumatoid can be any, any area there. So it's a chronic disease, and you can have flare-ups from symptoms that are more intense that can be followed by periods of remission. This is really the key right there. Uh, it's periods of remission. So some of the signs and symptoms we've seen are weakness, chronic fatigue, low-grade fever, joint stiffness and pain. Uh, joint stiffness is usually worse in the morning. That's the key. Usually worse in the morning. Osteoarthritis is usually worse after exercise. Uh, inflamed joints, skin over joint has a purpose color. Okay, Dr. Bidet, let's get into the area here. This is one of your expertise because you're an expert in really not only determining um, autoimmune diseases but treating it. What's the root cause of, of rheumatoid arthritis? Well, that's a fascinating question. And essentially, when there's an autoimmune condition, something has confused your immune system. And so the autoimmune, immune targeted at self, auto, uh, means that instead of targeting uh, an infection, a bacteria or a parasite, the immune system has become confused and is now attacking your own tissue. And there are two uh, basic kind of fundamental reasons this can happen. One, there's, there was some infection in your body. And that infection, because of that infection, your body began to mount an immune response and to create something called antibodies. Antibodies are what they, the white blood cells use to attack a bacteria or a virus to knock it down and get it out of the system. And so your immune system begins to make these antibodies and make these antibodies. But unfortunately, the antibodies that they make, while yes, they may recognize the bug or the infection in the body, the antibodies have an, a, a protein structure or an amino acid sequence that can also attach to your joints. And when it does that, instead of attacking the bug, now it begins to attack your joint. So it gets confused. It begins to recognize some type of bacteria or virus. It makes this antibody response, but, those, the, the, but the bacteria or virus has a similar enough uh, coding or amino acid sequence that those same amino acids are in our cartilage and you get a cross-reactivity. You begin to get damage. A second reason this can happen is because your immune system gets confused and starts making antibodies to attack foods. Again, your immune system thinks that the food is an infection, most likely because your gut has become leaky. Your gut has become permeable. And when this happens, things begin to leak through intact. We talked about the beginning of the show, 50% of Americans are going to get osteoarthritis, wear and tear. And when it comes to rheumatoid arthritis, more women are at risk. Not that guys are, are, are not out of the woods at all. We're seeing more and more men. So please, guys, don't think that you're, you know, you're, most men are in denial anyway until they're, they basically can barely even walk, okay? <laughs> and there's many forms of, of uh, rheumatoid arthritis. But I want to just focus back to what we talked about, Dr. Burdett, was the root cause. You know, women are three times more likely to get RA, and it can start as early as, as 20. We don't even have time to talk about juvenile arthritis, which is autoimmune as well. Let's put that aside for a second, but that is real. Listen, if you if you have a child with juvenile, it's very similar to the rheumatoid we're talking about. They're, they're false, all falls into the autoimmune issue. But I, I want to get back to these contributing factors. You know, we talked about a poor gut. We talked about these food sensitivities. You know, one of the main theories, and there's, there's, there's um, obviously 
there's still debates about this, but we, we really believe that this is a big cause of it, that undigested food particles that pass through the intestinal wall, deposits in the joints, causing inflammation, and then the body attacks the food allergy. So certainly eliminating those food sensitivities and going on a rotation is a good thing. Don't get me wrong. But if you're not healing the gut aggressively, and I use that word aggressively, okay, we've got physicians right now that are recommending using probiotics with an enema. Now, that sounds really, wow, I can't believe that. Why would I do that? Let me just take it orally. Well, the majority of the issues are in your colon, and there's permeability there because it's all your gut from when you swallow all the way down to your rectum. It's all connected, and we know the importance of that, so that's something very interesting. Uh, poor bowel function is a key, key component to this. I remember originally when I started studying natural medicine over 20-plus years ago, and we had several different leaders that were talking about all disease begins in the colon. Now, we kind of change it. Now, we know it's more the gut as well, but that's all connected. We believe that. The dysbiosis, dysbiosis is the key in rheumatoid arthritis. There's no doubt about that. We've got documentation after documentation. But you, you, t- you really started on something, Dr. Bidet, about these infections agents. We know that infection, infection. I remember years ago doing a presentation, and I talked about the three eyes. I talked about infection. I talked about insulin and inflammation. What came first? Because it's really important to understand that if you correct the infectious agents and you repopulate the good bacteria into the gut, it's going to bring the inflammation down. So if we just give a medication to block the inflammation, if we're going to be going ahead and, and giving NSAIDs and, and other medications, even if it's natural, and my, myself and Dr. Bidet are big believers in fish oils, which is anti-inflammatory. We're big believers in curcuminoids, which is anti-inflammatory, baswali, which is anti-inflammatory, quercetin. But ultimately, if you've got an infection, are we really solving the problem? No, you can actually practice natural medicine allopathically, which is treating the symptoms. We want to get to the root cause. It could be the infections. So there you are, suppressing the pain, getting out of pain, and that makes good sense. But yet the way that you do it is by something that kills off the immune system. And now if the root cause is an infection, that just flares and flares and flares. So it's no wonder people get stuck on these things lifelong. The two last things I want to talk about that are triggers, Dr. Burdett, Mm -hmm. and this is one of your expertise, is that stress that triggers hormone imbalances can trigger rheumatoid arthritis. Absolutely. Your opinion on that? Yes. So if you're under stress after stress after stress after stress, your adrenals, which have to respond to stress, have to get busy making stress hormones. Those are things like epinephrine and norepinephrine or adrenaline that push you into fight or flight and make you feel racy and anxious and, and, and that, and well, and make you, they give you that, that kind of adrenaline kind of a feeling, feeling jittery that, that stress can cause. But when we're, when our body does that, when we're under stress, the other function of the adrenals gets compromised. When the adrenals are so busy making stress hormones, they can't make the same level of something called cortisol. Cortisol is your body's natural anti-inflammatory, just like you might have heard of a cortisone cream that you'd use to calm down a rash. Well, we make cortisol in our body, and the whole reason that we make it is to keep inflammation in check. So our adrenals make cortisol. Listening to Healthy Choices XM as we're continuing our conversation 
with uh, Dr. Gaz Agoli of Progressive Medical Centers. We're going to go right into our interview with Dr. Richie Shoemaker on VIP, how important this is for pain and regeneration of joints. Sean, let's go ahead. Welcome, Dr. Shoemaker. You know, on this, uh, we've always had you on our show to give us some updates and some groundbreaking new research that you're doing, especially into VIP, vasoactive intestinal peptide, a peptide that is so important in regulatory of the immune system. I understand there's a connection between osteoarthritis that you have found that may be a protocol for therapy for this. Could you give us an overview? I was asked by the CRC Press to do a paper, and actually it's a chapter for one of their upcoming editions, that looks at environmental exposures in musculoskeletal pain. And to tell you the truth, Ray, I was not prepared for what I found in going through the literature. Now, we only have 103 references in this chapter, but I must have read uh, probably a 1,000 papers. It was, I must say, more than a, a little bit of work. But this idea that has driven me for 20 years, and that is inflammation involving several different arms. One is lack of regulation from neuropeptides, regulatory compounds like MSH and VIP, that's a big deal, and if you don't regulate inflammation, innate immunity can go nuts, and that's where some of the inflammation players come in, and TGF-beta-1 and C4A and MMP9 were involved. And then there was the whole series of differences between a systemic illness, which is what chronic inflammatory response illness is, and you know that, that basically means that in chronic fatiguing illnesses, every single... Uh, cell that gets blood flow and is alive is going to show some effects. That's why CRS is so dominant in what other people will call chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia and mold problems in Lyme and all that. They all have elements of CRS in them. It's fascinating. But the application of the principles of a systemic illness to a single organ unit were stunning. Now, here's, here's the deal. In musculoskeletal pain, we look at muscles, we look at tendons, and we look at the tissue that separates tendon from muscle called anthesium. Oh, boy, is that a big deal. If you've ever had uh, Achilles tendonitis or if you've ever had tennis elbow or jumper's knee or things, you know that overuse will create these inflammatory pains, and they can be disabling, but come to find out the same TGF-beta-1, MMP9, microRNA that we, we look at every day in CIRS are all involved in these anthesopathies. Then we look at ligament, and ligament injuries don't heal very well. Tendon injuries don't heal very well. Why? Well, let's look at blood flow. But let's look at the inflammatory mediators. They're all the same buddies we have from CIRS. And then we start looking at the result of injury to these different elements, and we look at uh, bone, and lo and behold, players like VIP are phenomenally important in making new bone and lack of VIP taking bone apart or osteoporosis. And then we look at joint, 
and joint lining cells and chondrocytes and synoviocytes, so the cells that are involved with, with joint lining, suddenly this organ system of musculoskeletal tissues becomes a matrix of seven or eight separate entities that all have dysfunction related to compounds important in inflammatory responses. And then we look at where does pain come from, from these structures, and dominating pain generation are fibers that I got to know a lot more about in a separate paper I did for CRC Press on Ciguatera earlier this year, and I saw the transient receptor potential family of neurons. And I, I'm not embarrassed to say there's no way that I would ever think that I was able to give a talk on these different pain generators, but they got my attention with Ciguatera because Ciguatera gives you an unusual sensation that if you touch something hot, it'll feel cold. Or you touch something cold, it'll feel hot. We're looking at local release of VIP by sensory neurons following TRPV activation as a source of arthritic pain, degenerative pain, and this whole organ of bone, ligament, tendon, enthesium, nerve, and muscle. If we look at these players alone, does this mean we have a breakthrough? We need to be able to measure release of these sensory neurons of things like VIP that will shut up pain and shut up inflammation and close down inflammatory deterioration and perpetuation of illness. But we also need to be able to stimulate release of VIP by sensory neurons if we find it to be defective. And we're already making headway along this line. If you think this has revolutionized my idea on why my rotator cuff and my left shoulder, because I'm old and I've overused it, why it hurt me so bad when I wasn't using it last night, the answer is my rotator cuff sensory neurons are not releasing adequate amounts of calcitonin gene-related peptide and VIP. This is really revolutionary. What you're saying is that the therapy we're using for pain is actually perpetuating more pain. Yep. So something as simple as this peptide, as a, you know, this is something that you've pioneered for for Lyme and mold patients that have this chronic inflammatory response, can be used for pain to actually fix the the, the response, and also for osteoarthritis, which is also an inflammatory condition, correct? You got it. If you look at some of the complications of osteoarthritis, like a herniated disc, what makes the herniated disc uh, herniate in the first place? MMP9 increase, TGF-beta-1 increase. What causes removal of the herniated disc fragments? More MMP9. Wow. More tissue wow. inhibitor is... matrix repellent yeah. proteinase. I'm telling you, the applications of an organ basis of the lessons of chronic inflammatory response syndromes are not just revolutionary, they are densely present in peer-reviewed published literature. We're not talking about psychobabble and opinion here. We're talking about as good science as anyone can ask, and it's there for the mining in the literature, 
And right. in right. weeks from now, when we talk on you on this radio show about application of VIP to cardiomyopathy, I got more news for you. Holy cow! We're going to have you back for a whole hour, but before we let, we're going to let you go. I know you're busy. Can you give us your website? So people can at least follow up on a little bit of the information we've talked about today. The website is www.survivingmold, all one word, lowercase, dot com. The jargon that I use, and and Ray, uh, I'm sure you're used to it by now. When when I say VIP, it rolls off my tongue just just like a bead of water on on duck feathers. Uh, It's it's second nature to me when I say MSH, melanocyte-stimulating hormone, and TGF-beta-1, transforming growth factor-beta-1. There's a hurdle for your listeners possibly to to go over, and that's the jargon. You're listening to Healthy Choices XM. Sorry we didn't have enough time to take any calls today. Check out our website, Healthy Choices XM, for a podcast of this show because this is great information that you want to share with your doctors. And call us at 512-219-0724 if you need any further information. Have a great week, and remember... We're here to help you and 